Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's topic is Hold My Hoops. Hoop dee hoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so really what we're talking about today is how we fight our battles. Mm. And Susan and I both were, when we came up with this conversation, we said, gosh, man, the way we fought our battles in our past are nothing like we fight mm. our battles now. And no, every time that we fight our battles now and every time something comes up, I mean, I can honestly say I don't always do it the correct way, but at least I have more knowledge on how to do it versus what I used to do. And I used to really would probably be like, hey, Susan, hold my hoops. (laughs) Like, I'm about (laughs) to go to battle. Like, No, girl. Mm -mm. I would say... You're going to have to find someone else to hold your hoops and mine because I'm going with you and we are about to take care of this business right here. (laughs) It's crazy, though, to think that that was me at one point. Like, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know any other way. And we're not condoning that at all. What I'm saying is that. Take your hoops off. Yeah, no. (laughs) Grab your Bible, girl. What I'm saying, though, is one, is this is our part of our transparency and part of the podcast. Truly, honestly. This is who we are. Yes, but two, it's, yeah, exactly. But two is we all have flaws, and we have all been somewhere before, and it's all about becoming better, becoming Mm -hmm. better than who you used to be. Every day choosing to become better than who you used to be. And I'm so glad that we serve a God that forgives and wipes our slates clean when Mm -hmm. we come to him and we surrender. Um, Because Lord knows, I mean, I have had my fair share of bad things in my past, you know? And so um, anyways, fighting and Hold my hoops, girl. How do you surrender? You know, like, how do you fight your battles now? A lot differently. I I think we both can agree on that. But, you know, now it's more of, let's grab our Bible. Let's look and see what the Word says. Let's find this scripture, you know, and let's spend this time in prayer. Like, God, please help me. Guard my tongue, you know, because I am about to go off. And so that's something I have to pray often is like, God, if I have nothing nice to say, literally, I'm not going to say anything at all, but please guard my tongue because I have a tendency to want to say what's on my mind and how I feel. And I'm quick to react a lot of times. And I've been working on that a lot lately because I heard something a couple weeks ago that was saying, you know, react. Uh, Don't, no, no, it didn't. It said respond, don't react. (laughs) Okay. Respond, Respond, don't react. Don't react. I love that, though, because you think if you respond in love, if you respond in kindness, if you respond in gentleness, the Mm -hmm. different reaction you would even get from others versus responding with with somebody else has done to you or Mm -hmm. responding the way that you would like to in that situation, you know, um, I automatically go to how now being a mother that mama bear part of us wants to come out when we want to respond to someone hurting our children Mm -hmm. or saying something ugly or, you know, like that still can arise. Like, what do we do in that situation? We have to know how to armor ourselves and equip ourselves in even those situations. Mm -hmm. So um, responding in love, responding in that kindness and that gentleness and not just reacting to how we're feeling in that moment. Oh, yeah. I'm quick to say a lot. 
Oh, I would kill them. I would be in jail if they mess with my kids. Like, <laughs> and that's just the mama reaction. But yeah. we have to do better than that. We do have to respond and not react to the anger that's building up inside of us, like the fleshly, you know, anger that that eats away at us. Um, yeah. Well, I think the enemy can come in in the smallest opening mm-hmm. um and not just the enemy sometimes we allow our flesh to mm-hmm. take over in those smallest of like little openings of when we're not um being consistent yep. in the word and consistently seeking God out because every day is going to be a struggle and it might not be a battle that's just huge yeah. it might not be a um it's something that's just the craziest thing, you know, mm-hmm. like it could be something that's small, but every day we're going to fight some kind of, I mean, you think about it on the road, road rage. <laughs> I mean, that is somebody's battle. You fight. I mean, there's so many things going to work. Maybe you work with someone who is not that easy to work mm-hmm. with, you know, maybe it is something dealing with your children whatever it is, it's like you do have these little battles, but if, if you allow those little openings and you're not equipping yourself every day, you're not consistently trying to stay, um, in the word and, um, be, you know, better than yesterday, then you're, you're going to fail. And Mm -hmm. and we are going to fail. Like I, I, we can, we're not, we're not perfect. Like, I said, you know, we're all, we are going to have those tendencies of not doing exactly the, what we're supposed to do. But it is truly trying to better ourselves and being consistently in the Word with God so that the next time something does arise, we're able to handle it more maturely. Mm-hmm. I, I'm terrible for um, just somebody giving me a bad look or a side eye. Mm-hmm. Like, my mind plays games with me, and I'm like, did they mean that intentionally? Like, did I do something wrong? Do they not like me? You know, that's something that I've always battled with. And so I have to really take a step back and say, maybe they're having a bad day. Yeah. Maybe they didn't even know they did it, mm-hmm. you know, and just try to really think on both sides of the fence. Because yeah. I, if not, and I react in my feelings and in my flesh, I'm immediately going to be offended. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my feelings hurt. I'm going to be beating myself, wondering why. And so it's that's why it's important, like you said, that we stay in the word and that we're armored with God's truth. And, yeah. and just being prepped for that battle that we have to fight on a daily basis. Right. Well, our mind truly is a battlefield. It sure is. Um, I don't know. Have you read that book? Joyce Myers wrote a book, and it's called My... I think it's my our mind is a battlefield or mine is the battlefield or something like I've that. I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. I mean, <laughs> you watched read it. it. <laughs> it'd be, watched it'd it. probably be good if it was a movie. But <laughs> truth is, is like our minds really are a battlefield oh, yeah. at all times. And it could be as small as someone taking mm-hmm. a glimpse at you and you being like, oh, what do they mean by that? It could be, you know... Um, as small as just thinking what others think about, whatever it may be. But we, our mind has to be, um, it has to know God's truths over us in order for us to be able to approach those other situations the way that we're supposed to. Yeah. You know, in my life, I I had an instant where... Instance, yeah. Instant? Yeah. Yeah. I don't sound right. An instance. I had a situation. There you go. Where, um, you know, my marriage was at a difficult place. And, you know, we were going through a tough time. I had even moved out. And this isn't something that people really know. Yeah. But it it was a difficult time. And I know that for me, I was reacting on my flesh 
you know, desire or or what I felt was right. But really, right. I was reacting on what Satan was wanting, and that was to destroy a family and tear them apart because he loves nothing more than to do that. Right. And I remember, you know, I started to lose a little bit of hope and faith, and, you know, it was just a rough time. And my husband, on the other hand, was praying daily. You know, he didn't give up. He kept pursuing me. He was persistent. You know, he kept staying in his Bible and really trying to influence me in that way too, to stay in that relationship with God. And, you know, I just kept praying and praying. And eventually it was like God said, the the scripture where it says, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Yeah. And that really spoke to my heart. And it was in that time that it, I realized, like, you have to go back home. Mm-hmm. This is what's best for you, your yeah. family, your husband. This is what I have joined together. And mm-hmm. you're not supposed to let anything separate that. And so That's for good. me, you know, that that was a really difficult time. And right. that that desire to to fight with the devil or dance with the devil, so to speak, you know, allowing him to ruin our lives is yeah. something we have to be very cautious with. Well, what I hear from that is that you also, too, had to kind of like drop your own pride down mm-hmm. and really seek out what was good, what was the best for your marriage. And for you to actually do that, that was a lot, you know, that was a lot on you to say, God, I, you know, I'm going to follow God in this. And a lot of people have a hard time after something happens saying like, I'm going to choose God over mm-hmm. choosing what my flesh is trying to tell me that right. I, you know, want to do or what I'm fighting with right now. And I mean, that was huge. That's huge for you. I, I would like to ask you, because I think personally on my standpoint, is I've dealt with shame in different situations, you know, dealing with shame as far as divorce and um, and the, that playing kind of like mind tricks on me about what others may think mm-hmm. or and so forth. So what I would ask you, though, with the situation that you've been through is what's kind of like a piece of advice that you could give someone who maybe be who maybe is like going through that right now? Like if, say, the woman has left and mm-hmm. – um, whatever situation it is, or the man has walked away um, and is fighting with fleshly desires. Like, what's a good piece of information that you could give to someone who might be going through that right now? Well, if you're the one that feels like you want to leave or run away or you're just done, you know, keep praying for one. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep, you know, reading scripture and being in your relationship with God daily. Don't stop talking to him because he's going to reveal what his perfect plan is for you. Um, but you have to be persistent, be consistent. Mm. You just have to stay in the word and you can't back down from that. But if, if they choose to leave you, you know, you have to love them anyway, love them through it. Um, sometimes they do choose to walk out, but that doesn't mean that that's the end of it. And, and truly there's, there's situations where maybe it's, you have to work on yourselves independently to be able to make your marriage work. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, not giving advice either way or the other, but I definitely feel like for yourself, you have to stay in prayer. You have to stay um, in scripture. But um, you know, if they choose to walk out, you just keep loving them. Yeah. Keep pursuing them. Don't give up, but don't be overly pushy. But mainly, just keep that relationship with God on both ends of things, and it's going to work right. out the way it's supposed to. Well, it's kind of what we were saying earlier too about responding and reacting. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to choose how we respond to situations. We even get to choose how we react in situations. And I know from my own point, and I know probably from yours, knowing, Mm -hmm. you know, us being close friends, is that 
we haven't always chose to react or respond in the best way, but I think the more that you are in God's word, the Mm -hmm. more that you know what he says about you, the more that you know the way that he loves you, it's almost easier for us to love others in that way. Because, you know, um, everyone's not always going to do us right, you know? I mean, that's just the reality of it. And we're not always, yes, and we're not always going to do everyone right either. That's, you know, that's the reality of it too. But um, knowing the way that God feels about us, Mm -hmm. we can only find in the Word. We can only find in His truths that He has spoken about us. And that is truly the way that we love others with that unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't love you because what you do for me. Or I don't love you for what you've done to me. I love you because you're my brother or sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how I choose to love you despite where you are or what you've done or anything like that. That's, I think that that is a perfect representation of how God chooses to love us because goodness gracious, like we were talking about earlier, if he chose to stop loving me because of my past, you know, where would I be now? Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that he didn't do that. And he is a walking representation of who we're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, the perfect example of what love is. I mean, yes. he gave it all for us knowing what we were going to do despite all our differences, despite our, negative you know state and right he yet he loves us anyway right where we're at and that's what we are told to do to yeah. love others like you said it's not always going to be easy yeah. and it's not always going to be great but that you have to love people through any situation and I think that that's when we when we love ourselves we can love others like God loves us and right. when we're putting that time in you know our relationship with God we're fully like you said able to um outwardly love on other people right well, you said when you were talking earlier, consistency is key. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we hear a lot while we're growing up. Like, consistency is key or practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. And we tell our kids that, you know, practice makes perfect. Well, practicing, you know, and being in relationship with God. Like, you would practice for a sport, say, for instance. Like, right. you would go practice every day. If you want to get good at something, it's an instrument, whatever it is, you would practice to get better at it, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that's kind of what we have to do in our own lives, like, with God. It's not, I wouldn't say it's practice, but I would say it's practical relationship. Well, that's if good. that makes sense, it you does. know? Like, so having a practical relationship to see that, you know, he is faithful and he is consistent, but also being faithful to him. Um, and I think that's, that's important when we're walking with the Lord and when we're trying to fight our own battles is being in that relationship with him in that way and being consistent in that relationship, you know, um, consistency with God is being faithful to him. Right. Yeah, and we're going to, like we said, we keep saying, we're going to have battles to fight. Right. Um, you know, but there's situations where we, you know, there's things where you fight for the good and you fight for the bad, for yeah. what's right, what's wrong. And, you know, we just have to make sure that what we're fighting for is from God. It's of God. It's not yes. the yes. negative things, the Absolutely. bad things that we're fighting for. It has to be the right things, you know. Yeah. And even God fights for us. You know, Ecclesiastes 3.8. I'm going to read that real quick. It says, um, there's a time to 
tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Yeah. So that tells me that there's a proper time to fight for things. Yes. Well, you know, there's that scripture in Exodus, too, that says um, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Mm -hmm. And that scripture in Exodus was right when they were crossing over the Red Sea. And Pharaoh, God had hardened Pharaoh's heart a ton of times. And I think, mentally, like, he could have, you know, and I like to... When I read the Bible, I also like to be like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like a story. Yeah. So, I I think that, you know, God was hardening Pharaoh's heart, and he kept doing that as he was going after the Israelites. And if God wanted to, he literally could have stopped Pharaoh in his tracks the first time he hardened mm-hmm. his heart. He could have been like, okay, this is done. It's complete. I'm not... We're not messing with this anymore. Like, you guys go on to the promised land that I have promised you. You know, like... Yeah. But the reality of, I think it is, is, you know, if he wouldn't have kept hardening Pharaoh's heart and Pharaoh was consistently chasing after them, like, how were the Israelites to see, like, they weren't going to be able to see who the battle belonged to in the Mm -hmm. first place. That's good. And that's kind of us as well, you know, as we're learning and as we are growing, you know, we might not really like the situations that we're in and we might have to choose how to fight our battles differently and um but we're growing from them and we're seeing that the battle doesn't belong to us it belongs to god um he he's truly the one that's fighting our battles but we have to be um in that relationship with him Mm -hmm. and um constantly seeking him for that wisdom because i don't know how many times you know I try to go to him now. That doesn't mean every time I do. I mean, because we go to our friends. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, we go to our husbands or we go to someone else for advice. Because every time that we, you know, are fighting something, it's, you know, we don't hear directly from God. So we have that tendency to go from other people. But those times that I have truly gone to God when I have had to fight a battle... I might not hear directly from him Mm -hmm. right in that instance, but good gracious, do I feel a peace Mm -hmm. about the battle I'm fighting versus a non-understanding. You know what I mean? And what what you're saying, too, that he fights for us and um, he fights hard for us. Yeah. But, you know, just as hard as he's fighting for us, Satan's fighting against us. Yeah. And so I think, too. And our flesh. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And in that, that moment of quietness where we feel like we're not hearing from him, but like you yeah. said, you have that peace, we do have to be armored and protected and cautious yes. because Satan will try to attack in those quiet moments. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it can be dangerous when you reach out to other people in certain situations because yeah. if you're not going to the right people, you're not getting the right biblical advice. That's right. And that's good. But what is, there's something that I heard, and it's the teacher's always quiet during the test or whatnot. And so oh. you got to think when we're – being tested Uh when we're fighting those battles like god may be quiet but the teacher's always quiet during the test but what does that mean he's working that's real good i have never heard of that really i really have not heard of that (laughs) that's a good point yes um picking and choosing your friends too wisely oh yes i mean 
we're never alone. He's always there with us. Yeah. Um, but it's also important to keep our circle of Christian friends. Yes, girl. To be supporting friends, Christian yeah. loving friends. You know, like when I said earlier, uh, you know, no, they're going to hold my hoops too because I'm coming right. with you. No, it's like, let me grab my Bible and I'm coming with yes, you. Yes, And preach. we're going to sit down yes. and we're going to read this and mm-hmm. we are going to armor up together and we're going to fight the enemy. Yeah, girl. Well, and you think, let's... Let's cut on some praise music. Mm. Let's worship together. Let's let's fight the way that we're supposed to. Versus um, trying to figure out a, trying to figure it out on our own. Right. Um, that reminds like, me of that song. This is how I fight my battles. I'm not going to sing it to you. <laughs> I was about to, this but is I was how like, I fight my. Okay, I'm yeah, there. <laughs> you got it. But really, that's what it reminds yes. me of. So you said worship music and and fight in your battles, and that's that's, that's a, a great song. song. It is a good song. <laughs> I listen to it quite a bit oh. when I've been going through stuff. So yeah, I mean, I think in reality, so. God never stops fighting for us. No. He never gives up on us. And yes. we can't stop fighting either, and we can't give up. We have to continue to fight daily for the right things. Yeah, and be prepared because, mm-hmm. you know, He is always prepared to fight for us. Yes, yes. Um, Are we prepared? Like, I think how many times are, you know, are we not prepared mm-hmm. in our hearts? Uh, and we need to be prepared Absolutely. and that's being equipped and knowing that even when things are good and even mm-hmm. when there doesn't seem like there's a big battle to making sure we're prepared and equipped even during those times so yeah. that when something does arise, like we're ready, yep. you know, turn in the word. Yeah. <laughs> turn, 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 turn in the word. This <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect. Very perfect. <laughs> yep. So I agree. So fighting your battles knowing that God's already gone before you. All right. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed Hold My Hoops. And we'll see you guys again next week. Talk to you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.